Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash Entitled People, where people truly believe that they're the center of the universe and that nobody else matters. Just like the Karen today who attacks OP on a bus because her feet are tired and she refuses to stand. Guys, the stories today will leave you shaking your heads, so warm up those neck muscles, subscribe if you haven't, and hey, I hope you do enjoy the stories. I'm 27 years old, and I've been with my husband, who's 32, for three years. We're expecting our first baby together. So long story short, my family and friends decided to throw me a baby shower, and brought me a variety of gifts, which included mainly of baby care essentials. I stored everything in the storage area, but woke up the next day and they were all gone. I freaked out, and I called my husband, and he didn't pick up, so I waited till he got back. So later that day, my husband gets back, and I told him the baby shower gifts were gone. And he said he took them and sold them. All of them. The baskets, the books, the pajamas, the diaper rack, the pacifiers. Stuff easily worth between 50 to hundreds of dollars each. Now, I asked him why, and he said because he wanted to help his friend get his van fixed, so they could go on a trip together next week. At this, I start yelling at him, saying that I need those things for our baby. But he said we already have a nursery full of essentials, and that he has no choice, because his friends threatened to exclude him from the trip if he didn't help pitch in to fix the van. I had a fight with him, and he said I was overreacting. I told everyone I know what he did, and he starts getting calls and texts from them, basically calling him names and shaming him. He then yelled at me saying that I messed up and acted immaturely by exposing him to everybody and sending them after him. He said to me that it's his baby too and that he's entitled to half those gifts. He believes I told him a sob story and ruined his reputation. So he's left and he's been staying with a friend refusing to return my calls until I fix my mistake. I was so mad, so am I the a-hole for outing him to everybody? So guys, this post was a little bit too crazy to not share with you. That is some mega entitlement right there. First off, those gifts were gifted to your unborn child. That means your baby is entitled to all of them. Not this half my baby, half my gifts BS. OP has every right to be furious with her husband, as that was a pretty selfish and entitled act. I'm sorry, it's just ridiculous. Like, it's not like they were selling the items to pay to keep the lights on. That might have been a different story entirely. But this friggin' idiot sold his unborn child's gifts to help repair somebody else's vehicle to be able to go on a boy's trip. Guys, I can't. Like, just when I think I've read it all, something like this comes along and tips the scales. I work at a local sub shop in my town. Now, technically, it's a chain store, but the only locations right now are in my state, so it has a mom and pop vibe. The one I work at is pretty hard to get to from the main drag. You sort of have to weave through a neighborhood and the community college's parking lot, so only locals ever really come in. For some reason last night, though, some random guy came in. He had a thick Texas accent, and he held a lot of pride in letting us know that he was from the Supreme State. And yes, he actually called it that. So the guy orders his sandwich, and then he heads to the bathroom. Where I work, we have a single stall bathroom. The kind where you walk in, and the toilet and sink are right next to each other, and you have to lock the door behind yourself. Well, in both the women's and the men's bathroom, there's a baby changing table. One of those big gray ones with the cartoon koala on the front. It folds down and has the little buckle. We have one in each bathroom because, well, single fathers exist. The resulting conversation goes as follows. The man storms out of the bathroom, snaps his fingers at me and says, Hey, kid. I replied, yes, sir. He says, why is there uh, one of them uh, women's change things in the men's bathroom? What are you guys trying to do here? 
Now, at this moment, I had no clue what he was talking about, so I said, pardon me? He then says, one of them girly tables for babies. You have one of those in the men's bathroom. I say to him, oh, the change table. Yes, sir, we have one in both bathrooms. Hearing this, the guy huffs and puts his hands on his hips, all exaggerated, and said, well, why's that? I say to him, so that men can change their baby's diapers if they need to? He then says, well, that's the wife's job. Why are you promoting men to be like women? This is why men are getting soft nowadays. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, what the F? I tell him, well, sometimes single fathers come in, or it's just a dad and his kids. It's there for convenience. He then says to me, well, I don't need it in the men's bathroom. I tell him, oh, okay, because I don't need to use it. I tell him, sir, you're not obligated to use the baby changing table. He just stares at me with his mouth hanging open before shaking his head, sighing, and then saying to himself, I can't believe these damn kids nowadays. And then he walked out without even ordering anything. <laughs> what in the world? Seriously, some people need to get a freaking life. If you're complaining about a change table in a bathroom, you need to find some hobbies or something, sir. And I love how he says, I don't need it in the men's bathroom. Like somehow he just expected Opie to waltz in there and just rip it off the wall for him. Like, oh my goodness, some freaking people. So here's a bit of background before I tell you the incident. I'm a 23-year-old male, and for the last 12 months, I've been suffering from chronic leg pain and depression and anxiety. The leg pain is caused by varicose veins in my left leg and damaged muscle, and the extreme eczema related to the varicose veins. The pain is one of the worst pains I've ever felt, and for the last 12 months, I've had pain from the moment I wake up to the moment I get to sleep. It wakes me up, and I'm lucky to get more than 3-4 to four hours a night. I have very limited motion in my leg, and I need a walking stick to get around. To tackle the pain, I'm on a variety of medication. Even with all this, the pain is still there, and that just takes the edge off it. I'm currently waiting for an operation to fix it. So due to this condition, I've been isolated since January and basically stay in bed all the time. I only leave my house to go to the doctor's, hospital, or my local shops, which is all relatively close to my house. The walk takes me about 10 minutes as I need to take breaks. So now that you have an idea of my background, I'll get to the Karen incident. So on this day, I was sitting on the bus on my way home from the hospital. The bus was almost at capacity due to COVID regulations, meaning every other chair was out of use. I was sitting at the front in one of those seats reserved for people with disabilities, when an older Karen gets on the bus. Karen comes up to me and says, Excuse me, but you've got to move and stand because I need to sit down. I've been shopping all day and my legs are tired. After she said that, I looked at her and held up my walking stick and said, I'm sorry, but I can't move. I need the seat as I can't stand for long and I won't be able to keep my balance when the bus is moving, as I have a problem with my leg. Upon hearing that, Karen looked at me and said, No you don't. You're too young to be like that. You're doing it because you're lazy. Now get up or I'll make you. When she started screaming, I just froze up. I didn't know what to say. And then she grabs my arm and starts pulling me out of the seat screaming, Get off now! Stop being lazy! You kids these days have no respect! The woman pulled more and more and then I fell off the chair to the floor. The bus driver came over and helped me up and asked if I was okay. I just sat there. I couldn't speak and I was shaking and started to hyperventilate. I was frozen. I didn't know how to react. I didn't know what was going on around me and I was having a panic attack. It was at that point that one of the passengers comes over and tries helping me calm down while the driver kicks off Karen. 
I don't really remember this part and what was said, apart from the passenger and driver helping calm me. Once I calmed down, stopped crying and hyperventilating, the driver asked if he could do anything, and if I was okay. He then gave me a bottle of water, and him and the passenger reassured me that I'll be okay. They then kicked Karen off and gave me a tissue to clean the blood off, from when I bit my lip from falling. I was still in shock and shaking, I didn't even look back to see if Karen was still at the bus stop. Once we got to my stop, I got off and went home and locked myself in my room. Now this experience has made me realize how vulnerable I am, and I can't go out anymore, as I fear for my safety. I have to get a taxi now to go to my hospital appointments, and even then, I feel extremely uncomfortable and avoid speaking with the driver. If something happens, I can't run away or defend myself, and it scares me so much to even think about that incident. This experience has broken me completely and ruined my ability to leave my house. What a horrible woman that Karen was. How dare that crazy woman just yell at a random passenger about respect for others as she's rudely trying to pull him out of their chair so she can sit down. Like, get out of here, Karen. To start off, I love my dogs. I have two dogs that I frequently take out for walks, even during the pandemic. Both are rescues and have gone through way more crap than I have. On this day, I decided to take Josephine, the oldest, out for a walk, since Millie was fast asleep. We took the route we usually take when we go out for walks. I then noticed that there's a new donut shop that just opened. The donuts look nice and delicious, so I decided to grab some. The only thing is, no dogs are allowed to go inside, but the owners were nice enough to leave a spot outside for dogs. It had a bowl full of water as well. So I put Josephine outside. I was inside for like 5 minutes, and then all of a sudden, I hear my dog scream. I look outside to see this lady smacking my dog with her umbrella full force numerous times. I quickly rush outside and scream, Hey, what the F are you doing, lady? I then take Josephine away, but she's still trying to smack her. She even hit me in the leg a couple of times, and I kid you not, these are the exact words that came out of that lady's mouth. She said, Your dog scratched my car. Now, I have no idea where her car was or what it even was. She then goes on this rant and said that I let my dog wander outside without a leash and that she had to chain my dog after she scratched her car. Now, I had chained my dog way before this crazy woman started hitting her. I was legitimately confused, so I immediately called the cops. The cops arrived while she was still ranting that I had to pay for her car with my insurance. Now, I'm 15 years old. I don't know anything about insurance. So the cops intervene and tried to calm the situation. The lady then decides to play the victim and said that my dog viciously attacked her. Now my dog did get aggressive with her and was barking since she was getting hit with an umbrella by a person she doesn't know. The cops pull her to the side and let her tell her side of the story. I think I heard stuff like my dog scratched her car and attacked her and that she bravely chained my dog. The cops did the same to me. They pulled me to the side and I got to tell my side of the story. And guess who the cops believed? While I was tending to my dog, checking for wounds, I see the cops handcuff the lady and forcefully shoving her in the car because she was resisting arrest. She then threatened to sue me for harassment while screaming profanities. Three days later, no one has sued me yet. My dog and I are fine, but she was whimpering all throughout that situation. But now she's recovering and doing well. Guys, that woman sounds crazy. All I can say is if I saw some random person attacking my dog with an umbrella, oh my freaking goodness, I don't think anybody would be able to save that person at that point. I stopped at a gas station in another part of my county this morning, and I was reminded of something that happened to me at this very gas pump back in the 90s. 
I was on my way back to the office after being at the range all morning for semi-annual qualifications and stopped to fill my car. For all those interested, it was a grey 1979 BMW 320i. Now all the pumps were in use except for the one at the very end. So I pull up to the pump and start getting out of my car. Right as I was getting out, a large GMC diesel truck pulls up behind me, like maybe a foot away from my bumper and blew his horn at me. It wasn't the stock horn, but a loud air horn. The truck also had a lift kit, big mud tires, light bar, winch, etc, etc. My point is, it was a very expensive truck. Anywho, after blasting me with the air horn, the driver shouts out of his window, Hey a-hole, move! I gotta fill up! Now I should note that at this gas station, the pump only had gasoline, except the last pump, where I was. This one had gasoline and diesel. The guy blows his horn again, but I just ignored him and start putting my card in the pump. At this point, he decides to climb out of his truck and confront me about not moving. He runs right up to me and screams, Hey a-hole, I'm talking to you, move your car right now. Now the guy was only about 5 foot 8 and maybe 140 pounds. He was pasty white with red hair. The kid couldn't have been more than 19 or 20 years old. And given the value of the truck he was driving, it was either daddy's truck or a truck that daddy had bought for him. There's no way a kid could afford something like this. I live in rural North Florida. As you may know, here in the deep south it's always hot, even during the winter. We only get a few weeks of cool weather, and very little actual cold weather. Well, it was late January, and it was only about 50 degrees. Now, something about me is I really love trench coats. I think they look cool, but because of our weather, I rarely get to wear them. Today was a chilly day, and I'd been outside all morning, so I was wearing one of my favorites. As this kid steps away from his truck to approach me, I simply turned to face him, and I never said a word. I stood square to him, with my feet about shoulder-width apart. I then pulled back my trench coat with my right hand, revealing my badge and sidearm. I then quickly tucked my coattail behind my holster and lowered my hand down to my side. Yeah, I was doing my best Old West gunfighter look. Now I know it sounds silly, but I was much younger then and my very busy life didn't give me a chance to be cool. So when an opportunity like this arose, I took full advantage of it. The kid stops mid-threat, he just stands there for a second. He was about 8 feet away from me, and his freckled face turned even whiter, and his mouth just hung open. He then stumbles backwards towards the door of his truck. I just stood there, looking at him like a statue, never moving. He throws it in reverse and he left, and he didn't just move somewhere else, he completely left the gas station. As he pulled onto the road, a huge black cloud was billowing from his tailpipe. I heard a cackling sound coming from beside me. I look over, and there's this lady on the other side of the pump, laughing her head off. She then says to me, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen, I think he crapped his pants. I smiled at her, as I pulled my jacket back down. She then steps over to me with her hand up for a high five. We then exchange an enthusiastic high five, and a couple of good laughs. Guys, I love this story. Entitled idiot with lifted truck, thinks he's more entitled to the gas pump, and gets exactly what he deserves, which is getting knocked right off his high horse. Okay, so here's some backstory. I work at a Chick-fil-A and had recently got promoted to team leader, manager, and this happened. So on this day, I was helping bag food because we were very busy and understaffed when I noticed a lady walk in with two laptops and a briefcase. She walks directly to the dining area, which was strange because we have it laid out so you have to walk past where you order to get there. I didn't think much of it and kept working. An hour and a half later, Ben, who had been working the dining room, walked up to me and says, 
Hey Jack, I've been receiving complaints about the lady in the dining room. I asked him about what? Well, she's been telling everybody around her to shut up and she's taken the largest table in the dining room for what seems to be a business meeting. I tell him, let me go talk to her. So I walk to the table and there she is. She had two laptops, one with a Zoom meeting and another with a spreadsheet and she's got papers covering the whole table. I say to her, excuse me, ma'am. She then tells everybody in the Zoom meeting, give me one second. She then mutes the mic, looks at me and says, what do you want? I'm in a meeting, if you can't tell. I tell her, well, we've been receiving complaints that you've been telling other customers to shut up. Is that true? She says, yes, I'm obviously in a meeting and they won't keep it down. I tell her, well, this is a restaurant, ma'am. I can't have you talking to customers like this. Could you just please leave them alone? At this, Karen says, no, this meeting is very important and I need them to be quiet. I say to her, well then ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. She then tells me, no. Now at this point, I was getting fed up, so I say, I'm sorry ma'am, but I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. She screams, no, I'm not moving and you are going to get me free food. I then threaten her with authorities and she says, what are they going to do? Arrest me? I didn't do anything wrong. At this point, I was so done, so I just walk away, call the police, and tell them what happened. They came and took care of it. Now, this was my first entitled person story that I've been unfortunate enough to experience, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Okay, so I am never going to get over the confidence of some self-entitled people. Like taking up tables in Chick-fil-A, telling customers to shut up while you have a Zoom meeting, and then refusing to leave and demanding free food. I'm actually impressed at this woman. Okay, so this last post was emailed to me by a viewer, and it's hilarious. So guys, we've all heard stories where Karens yank out earbuds, but this Karen, oh boy. This person says, on this day, I'm listening to the Dune series again on Audible, to prepare for the movie coming out. I'm at a Western wear store getting my winter hat reformed and cleaned. While they're doing that, I'm looking around as one does, and I do have my earphones in. So one thing about me is I have a prosthetic ear on my right side and it's held on by magnets. When I have my earphones in, I still put them in both ears to make things look even. And it even takes some of the weight off that would just be hanging off my left side if I didn't. Now that the weight is heavy, it's just annoying. So I'm kneeled over, looking at some boots, and my earphones are yanked off by a woman who starts barking at me. I'm pissed because she's holding my earphones in her hand, and I can see that my ear is still attached to them. Now in this moment, I am pissed but the image of a woman barking while my ear is swinging from my earbud is enough to get me laughing. So she stops and says, What is so darn funny? I then point and said, Can I have my ear back? The woman looks down. She screams, drops everything, and runs away. I went back to shopping and eventually got my hat taken care of. I hope she dreams about my ear every night. Oh boy, that would be so traumatizing, guys. But well-deserved, because, hey, you shouldn't be pulling earbuds out of people's ears anyway, right? But that's entitled people for you guys. If you guys enjoyed the stories today, do hit that thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. An entitled Karen goes on vacation and then attacks an undercover cops while in a foreign country. It doesn't end well for her. Guys, check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you.